I cannot believe that we are almost through the month of July. And looming, of course, is the 1st of August. Now, a lot of you are thinking, why is it looming, Kelly? Because it's the last real month of summer. I know summer officially ends in September, but everybody thinks, well, you know, August, well, the kids are off. That's the last month of summer. Well, no, why it's unnerving is August 1st is when the U.S. will allow plans for the Liberator to be posted online again after being banned in 2013 by the U.S. State Department. It's something that the Trump administration has allowed to be overturned. And to find out exactly what the Liberator is and what this means, we're joined by Josh Elliott, who um, is a national online journalist with Global News. Josh, I read your piece today online and uh, wow, it's unnerving to say the least. Yeah, no kidding. Thank you for having me on, Kelly. Well, thank, uh, thanks for being uh, here. What exactly is a ghost gun, just off the top? So a ghost gun, by definition, is a gun that you can't trace. But in this case, it's a 3D-printed ghost gun. So it's something you can make at home if you have the materials and you have the technology. And you can basically, you know, if you use this in a crime, it can't be traced. Yeah, that, uh, you know, for you, know, we're talking about, you know, the, the states and how they're trying to get... You know, some people are trying to get uh, tough on, on gun line gu- gun laws, and then we hear here we have a huge problem with the illegal guns coming across. You said that they, you can make them at home if you have a 3D printer. What exactly goes into these ghost guns? What materials do you need? Do you need? Well, they're actually made using a high-quality plastic. So it's, it's called ABS. It's basically the same material that you use to make Lego. So it's not the base level of plastic. You can't just use this, use one of those thousand dollar printed home things and make it yourself that way you need to have something a little higher end but uh, essentially this makes you a very weak but usable uh, gun it is all plastic except for a nail used as a firing pin and this thing is undetectable by metal detectors so that's one of the big concerns yeah the liberator is the first uh, gun that was posted online at least the plans for it and they were banned in 2013 by the US State Department and then the Trump administration just overturned that you know it makes you dizzy that they would actually do that but it was created by a designer named Cody Wilson who you talk about in your article ready or not US unleashing 3D printed ghost guns for the entire internet and he also has plans on the first to not only release the Liberator again, the plans for the Liberator, but to release assault, uh, the plans for 3D-printed AR-15 assault rifles. That's right. Now, that requires actually a printer that he's designed himself. And again, it would be untraceable. It would technically be a ghost gun. But this thing is a lot more complicated to build. You need his printer. You need aluminum because you can't fire, you know, 30 rounds using a plastic gun. Uh, and, you know, if we go back to the Liberator, that weapon only fires one gun, and afterwards you have to take out the barrel and put another one in because it's going to melt if it doesn't blow up already. So, you know, the the really concerning one is the AR-15 that you can make yourself at home. It's just, it's amazing to me. Cody Wilson, he says he's a libertarian. Do you know why he he's uh, so steadfast on actually making these plans accessible beyond the fact that he's now selling his own 3D printer and there's he stands to make cash? Well, it seems like he's one of these guys who likes to push the line. You know, he's a Second Amendment enthusiast. He, he's huge on free speech. And when he first came up with those liberator plans, it was kind of a how far can I take this and still be legal uh, experiment. He was a law student at the time, and he wanted to see um, if he can make a gun that technically is entirely made at home using plastics. And that's what he did. And he's really just carrying that thought forward with these other things, trying to put gun making in the hands of Americans, but 
you know, anyone can grab these plans on the Internet once they go up. And, and that's the big concern. Can you speak to why they're so attractive to the criminal element beyond the fact that they're, you know, untraceable because you make them at home? Well, Cody Wilson's design, he put a a metal plate inside, so it would be detectable by a metal detector. But, you know, if you're a criminal and you're trying to get through a metal detector, you can use one of these and just don't put that metal panel in and it will work. Uh, You know, and again, it's untraceable. It's really, uh, it could be a a dangerous tool to get into a very sensitive area. But that being said, uh, it's also just as expensive to make one of these guns as it would be to try to just make your own at home with stuff from a hardware store. So uh, cost is a big factor in this as well. You know, it's not something you can make for $1,000, for instance. So who's this for? Well, really, it's just to see if you could do it. I think that's why he came up with it. And it's probably going to be, you know, the anarchist cookbook kind of thing where Mm. people will want to mess around with this and... Some people in Canada have made this. Uh, there is uh, a lab at U of T where they made it in 2013. They made it so it wouldn't work, but they wanted to give it a try and see if they could produce this in their lab. And they did. And uh, they say, I spoke to one of them, actually, one of the students who made this, and she said that it's really not a very good gun. You know, you can shoot a bullet into a, a ham and it will go in, but uh, it's just as likely to blow up in your hand and send splinters everywhere. So... You know, it's more of a proof of concept than a, a huge threat. I understand these guns, or at least the Limitator, uh, or the Liberator, rather, <laughs> has its limitations. They could call it the Limitator as well, because it, you can only really fire one shot, and then the gun is useless. Is that correct? That's right. And it'll start, I mean, you're you're creating a little explosion in the barrel of this gun to fire the bullet. So it's going to melt. You're going to have to replace that barrel. And apparently it takes a long time just to reload one of these things. So you may only get one shot off if you're trying to do something illegal with this weapon. Right. RCMP still requires that you own a proper gun license if you have one of these 3D printed guns, right? That's right. You know, it would be, there's no specific law saying you can't have a 3D printed gun in Canada, but it's under existing laws where you need to have a license to have a weapon. And you can't just make your own guns at home that way. Uh, It's not like the U.S. where you're allowed and it's okay. And that's why they legalized it in the U.S. because it's okay if you print a, if you make a gun at home, whether or not it's printed now. Uh, but it's not the same in Canada and other nations as well. So you mentioned other nations. Let's talk about Australia because you talk about what they're doing um, in Australia for uh, to stop these ghost guns. Yeah. So they arrested a 30-year-old and they conv- ended up convicting him and sentencing him to. Uh, six months for possessing parts to make one of these things. He didn't actually put the whole thing together, uh, but he was convicted for that. And they've arrested someone else as well for a similar offense, having parts for these guns. And I believe there was also an incident in the UK where police thought they saw pieces for this and they arrested somebody. Uh, it didn't turn out to be a, a 3D printed gun, but everybody's on high alert for these things because they're in a gray area. They're not something that law enforcement sees every day. Yeah, they're prosecuting under manufacturing firearms laws. That's right. Which is interesting. So it's a, it's a, it's a different way to look at it as far as Australia goes, you know, where we're, we're uh, prosecuting under, you know, if, and we probably haven't prosecuted anybody yet, but we'd go after, uh, you know, the license to own a firearm as opposed to manufacturing firearms. Yeah, it's one of those things where really the law hasn't caught up to the cutting edge of technology and that you're trying to use existing laws to cover new new embodiments of, of things you didn't expect to happen. I know we, we mentioned, or you mentioned that, you know, there are limitations 
uh, of the Liberator, this 3D printed gun. But I know there are a lot of people in the States that are really worried about that date, August 1st, looming and uh, the potential for ghost guns in the States. Yeah, and there are a lot of legal challenges that are going up against this release of the plans August 1st. Uh, it doesn't look like they're going to go through. They've basically got two days at this point. But uh, people are concerned. I think there's going to be a push from lawmakers. I know the Democrats have already tried to do something about it. But uh, until they're in power or they have power in certain areas, I think it's just going to move forward. Like It's the Trump administration that's really pulled the ties off of this and allowed it to happen. You think about all the amazing uh, advances that 3D printers can uh, bring. I, I believe there's uh, just read uh, online about some uh, 3D printed um, habitations that they're they're coming up with uh, for Mars, and the, you know they'll be able to print in it with a 3D printer. I've seen you know y- y- duck feet for ducks that have you know been born with one foot, and now these people have you know outfitted them with the uh, 3D printed foot that they can now, you know, get on with their little uh, waddling little lives. You know, I mean, they can be used for so much good, these 3D printers. And yet we're seeing, you know, the potential for violence with them, too. It's it's too bad. That's right. You know, they haven't really they've mostly been used for good purposes up to this point. You know, you do get prosthetics made. One of my favorites is the Iron Man hands that you see kids getting every once in a while because they don't have a hand and, and that gives them a hand. Uh, so there are a lot of other applications for this technology. It's not it's not dangerous in itself. It's how it's used, right? Yeah. Well, listen, I uh, I appreciate your article. It's really good. If you're looking for a good read about ghost guns, Josh Elliott has the article online at globalnews.ca. Ready or not, U.S. unleashing 3D printed ghost guns for the entire Internet. Thanks for joining us, Josh. I appreciate your time. No problem. Thank you, Kelly. Have a great day. That is Josh Elliott, national online journalist at Global News.